0: Considered without kindness or restraint. Clara, be my pal. Tell me. Am I a good man? I. don't know. Hey, and welcome to the podcast that shall not be named and mostly has not been heard lately episode 407 for 2 12 22 yeah it's the old virtual youper here saturday afternoon uh heading back towards copper harbor just uh, north of phoenix michigan Heading north on US-41 towards the end of the road, literally. So yeah, it's been months. Far longer than I intended it to be. And of course, uh, starting out with the traditional New Year opening of the podcast and good old Doctor Who. Let's see, do I need to crank this down a little bit? I think I do. I'm cranking the wrong one down how about this one there we go oh it's already pretty far down there it must be AGC cranking it up anyhow wow uh, so much has happened so much to say no idea where to begin and so many opportunities of just normal everyday you life that uh, I have not had a chance to share with you I've tried on numerous occasions but uh, the logistics weren't working out and or um, taken me a while to get back into the the swing of things again uh, after recovering from COVID in November it really uh, took me down pretty hard um, and still dealing with some extreme exhaustion issues that for me actually started with the uh, couple days after the first or excuse me a couple days after the second vaccine shot which has now been a year ago today I believe no no it was last week because I was thinking it's very beginning of February in 2021 that I got my second shot so let's see here um as I said lots has happened first thing in January I filed for retirement um have not seen my first uh retirement payment yet so i'm gonna to have to talk to social security about that uh, this coming week so i determine how many hours i'm working this month um, for those familiar with u.s retirement especially when you retire quote-unquote early i am choosing the requ- to retire at 62 because i can um, if you earn more than about nineteen thousand dollars per year they start taking away your retirement benefits now it doesn't go away permanently what they do is they start taking back one dollar for every two dollars over the limit that you earn for that month so it's not just for the year they break up that nineteen some odd thousand dollars over 12 months which comes out to like I think sixteen hundred and eighty dollars anything you earn over that they start taking away Social Security benefits for that month but those benefits then are recomputed and added back to you at full retirement at 67. So it's kind of like a tax, but it's not because you still get it back eventually, provided you make it to 67, which I have every intention of doing. So anyhow, um, I had put in hours this month based on what I was expecting retirement to come in at, and since it hasn't come in yet, I'm going to be short retirement if it doesn't come through this month which is a substantial amount. In my case, uh, I was the director of a company, put in a fair amount of money before moving to the UP and living on almost just-in-time financing, as I call it up here. And uh, at retirement of 62, the check is enough to cover our mortgage, probably our utilities, and even some of our groceries each month. And then anything after that is, uh, I wake up in the morning going, what do I want to do today that I'm still gonna get paid for? And my wife is still working full time. So um, it's actually winding up that I'm cutting my hours in half and doubling my income, such a deal. So whether the first payment comes this month or next month, there shouldn't be any hang-ups because I filed all the paperwork things will be easing up for us financially a little bit. Well, then there will be an added complication that the current health care plan that we're on will probably go away and I'll have to start paying for another health care plan, which will dig into the retirement uh, payments a bit. But still, uh, overall, we will still at least have the mortgage taken care of each month just from retirement. So that all should be good. Been listening to everybody along the way. Uh, I think the last episode I got out actually was uh, the Great, excuse me, the Royal Great Canadian National Day of Podcasting, currently known as CANDOP. We've dropped the Royal part. And uh, yeah, I think that's the last one I got out. Many apologies. Uh, Life has been happening. Continuing to uh, travel up the mountain several times a week, sometimes on a mechanized vehicle, depending where I'm going, and uh, other times, at least two to three times a week, I'm either snowshoeing or hiking up the north face of Rockway, which is probably the heaviest workout of everything I do during the week. Um, that brought on something else that I'll probably cover in another episode. Um, so I've got that going on, and up until the beginning of January... course I had help of uh, number two son Mark doing all the heavy-duty work for me which was greatly appreciated and then uh, a close friend of his that came back from uh, southern border duty with the National Guard Army National Guard um, was looking for something else to do and put an ad out saying hey I've got no experience working on a ranch but I'd like to and he got several replies several promising replies and one of which he started taking very seriously and negotiating with and then the owner of the ranch said hey the the cabin that uh, you'll be staying in has room for two and do you have another friend who might want to come out with you so he talked to my son Mark and my son said absolutely so on very short notice in less than two weeks uh, my son packed up what things he could got his stuff in order And he and his friend Wyatt, proper name for somebody moving out west to work on a ranch, got in my son the Subaru, and they drove uh, straight through the weekend, starting Saturday morning, arriving late Sunday night. They did stop in Fargo, North Dakota. But uh, are working at a ranch northwest of Bynum, Montana. Now, it's in the northwestern part of the state at the base of the Rocky Mountains just south of the Blackfoot Nation, and a little southeast across the border from Calgary, for my friends north of the border to kind of put things in perspective for them. And he's about the same distance, actually, from the U.S.-Canadian border as uh, I am now, as Copper Harbor is. Except in his case, uh, he can drive to it. In my case, uh, the closest border is by boat. It's in the water just north of Copper Harbor. So he's now out on a 9,000-acre ranch raising sheep, cattle, draft horses, and quarter horses. And then uh, the other business they have is they breed, raise, and train guardian dogs for ranches. So he's having the time of his life, actually. Miss him terribly, the town misses him terribly, but he's young, he's single, he's got no attachments. And this is actually something he had thought about doing, so the opportunity came up and they jumped at it. His friend Wyatt is actually back here for the weekend because he is still in the National Guard and they haven't transferred his papers yet. So he had to take a flight from Great Falls, I'm assuming, International Airport, back here to do National Guard duty for the weekend. And then he's going to be driving his own personal truck back to Bynum, Montana after this weekend. So Wyatt stopped by uh, the house and actually up front where Mark's apartment is. And I packed up Mark's brand new computer that we had put together for him just weeks before uh, he decided to move out west. Packed it in with lots of fresh, folded, clean clothes that I thought he might want out there. And uh, then uh, Wyatt also... Packed in uh, Mark's snowboard, snow boots, and helmet. Hopefully, there's some room for Wyatt's stuff. <laughs> that, that computer takes up a lot of space. Uh, wound up. Normally, the sons, when they were traveling with their computer, would put it in a really big suitcase. This one doesn't fit in a really big suitcase. I had to. Fortunately, i had saved a very large microwave box, microwave oven box, and it just fits in there with room to pack. So here, I put blankets underneath it. Clean clothes all around it, then a beach towel on the top of that wrapped in with his uh, Wi-Fi antenna, cables, rodent, a.k.a. a mouse, and keyboard, and then packed all that in even tighter. And hopefully I did a good job because it's actually sitting, I think the way it is sitting in the back of Wyatt's truck, it's actually in a box upside down because it's the only way it really fit properly in his truck. But everything's really tightly packed with clothing, so it should be okay. Otherwise, as I keep telling my sons, it comes with the daddy guarantee. Dad will make sure it works or gets repaired. So we're up around, uh, probably coming close to 200 inches of snow for the year. Uh, I should know, but I don't remember. I I think we're around 450 centimeters. I'd be around. Coming up close to 500 centimeters still kind of an average winter for us been really cold though, colder than normal not as cold as I've seen it up here but it's been hovering in the uh, a lot It's been hovering in the low single digits in the Fahrenheit scale here uh, today is no exception I'm looking at uh, the outside temperature and it says we're number one hey that is one degree Fahrenheit that is not thrilled about that because I do have some outdoor work to do when I get back uh, I'm coming back from town As you probably surmise, since I was north of Phoenix heading home. Actually got up early this morning, drove to town where my oldest son, David, now lives. He had driven down to Ironwood, Michigan to meet up with somebody uh, on last Wednesday night during some pretty horrendous weather. Uh, Went out, and uh, on his way back, in the wee hours of the morning, probably about one-ish, midnight somewhere around there. Um, A uh, group of deer walked in front of him on the the highway, a very remote highway. He avoided them, but wound up in the ditch hard. Did have cell phone service, was able to call the insurance company and uh, start working on getting a tow, but with the storm and everything else, he sat in the ditch for four hours in the storm before someone could get to him and tow him back to Kelly met, which was about an hour and a half tow. And the car was undrivable after the ditch ride. So uh, I've been working with him to uh, get things sorted out. I called a couple mechanic friends of mine, one in particular, who said he could take the car in and take a look at it ASAP. So I had the car towed there, second tow in two days. And then I made the 45-minute trip to town to drive him to work today, and then he was going to catch a ride with somebody else back to his house when he's done with shift. And I'll be driving him in again tomorrow uh, until we come up with a plan. He may be uh, taking on my white 1997 Jeep for a while until he gets his uh, 1997 Mercury Sable back. Yes, Francis Woobie, that is the twin to your car, if you still got it. The 97 Mercury Sable is still running well, but after the trip into the ditch, it uh, it pretty much destroyed the fairly new suspension that I had put on. I had redone the suspension all around on that car a few years back, but uh, apparently uh, that suspension doesn't handle well going off-road like that. But uh, again, fortunately, uh, the mechanic friend of mine down in Hancock up at the top of Quincy Hill, where the Quincy Hill mine was, um, is familiar with that suspension and is, is confident he can get everything back in order in a pretty short period of time. But it's a possibility that uh, my son will be driving the Jeep again for a while, and that'll be a refresher for him because it's been a while since he's driven stick. Uh, the Mercury Sable is the only family vehicle we have with uh, an automatic and That's because it was given to us by my mom. Then, of course, the, uh, the work truck that I am in now that I'm very thankful for. Uh, the main day job, the networking company that actually pays me far better than paramedic work does. Um, had purchased this truck for me last summer when they realized I'd spent 18 years using my own personal vehicles for uh, installs and service calls. So although this is a used truck, it is an awesome truck, four-wheel drive. Silverado, six-passenger, only has a six-foot bed in it, that I wish it had, an eight-foot bed. Four-wheel drive, as I said, and uh, eight-cylinder diesel. Gets about 25 miles to the gallon on the highway, so for a full-size truck, that's not bad. I know that's nothing compared to a Subaru or something, but for a work truck, it's pretty economical. And again, they paid for the truck, they're paying for fuel, they're paying for maintenance, all I need to do is recognize what needs to get done get it serviced and they pay the bills so uh, quite a nice benefit from the company I appreciate it and uh, although it's a 2007 it's been really well taken care of and all my is this thing loaded I just discovered at the beginning of this winter when things started dipping down into the uh, single d- degree temperatures single digits that uh, this thing's got heated seats <laughs> I'm getting spoiled yeah, yeah, yeah. I just hit a dead zone on my paramedic radio, so that's uh, my radio trying to phone home. And when it doesn't get a, a repeat message back saying that contact has been made, it sends me a beep, warning me that, uh, warning old Robinson, you know, it is out of contact. So let's see here. Just coming into Lake Medora, so I'm about five and a half miles out of Copper Harbor. It's uh, a little bit after 1 in the afternoon. i uh, got a ton of things to do today. first thing I'm going to do is go in. Uh, when I was in town, I picked up 100 feet of RG6 cable. It's been a long time since I pick up, picked up or worked with coaxial cable for televisions. But uh, one of the bars in town that was the Pines and Zix restaurant is now Lake Effect. Um, and the new owners had set up another large screen TV for tomorrow's big game, a.k.a. the Super Bowl. Yeah, go ahead. Try to go after me for saying Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl, right? Right. Super Bowl, which I won't be watching. Um, I'll look up the commercials afterwards. I'm not going to sit around waiting for the commercials to come up, which I find amusing sometimes. I think the commercials haven't been as good as they have been in years past. But uh, anyhow, so they uh, set up this next TV set and uh, fortunately they have a dish receiver it's a lot easier to set up multiple tvs off of a dish with a home family network connection on it than it is with direct tv although it can be done with direct tv as well but i had already done the pre-connections and the only cable i had since i don't do cable tvs very much anymore unless it's ethernet or streaming So i had a lot of white cable on hand but uh, on this establishment the white cable up the ceiling along the uh, the beams would stick out pretty badly so I picked up a hundred feet of black cable I'd Be climbing along the ceiling in the next hour uh, setting that up then I've got to make two trips up Brockway uh, one in a mechanized vehicle to swap out a gas generator a backup generator I finally have the wind turbine fixed as of last week that was exciting but uh, and I thought about recording that except the winds were so high you would have heard nothing but wind It was calm in the harbor. It was sunny and calm. I went up on top of Brockway, and it was so flippin' windy. Um, I was having trouble standing on top of the equipment platform without getting blown off. So I was standing on top of the equipment platform, holding on to the mast of the wind turbine, and then holding the wind turbine at an angle out of the wind that, although the dynamic braking was on, there was enough wind that the blades were still churning along at a pretty good uh, clip. If they were facing the wind and I really didn't want to get ninja food processed by the uh, the wind turbine so I did manage to get it apart take the back of it off pull out the MPPT regulator board bypass it felt like uh, Scotty on the Enterprise uh, jump-starting the dilithium crystals but got it going But all that being said, uh, the backup gas generator that's been doing service all winter uh, has kicked the bucket. needs to be serviced. I need to bring another backup up there with me. So instead of snowmobiling up there like I have been doing most of the winter, I will be taking one of the rescue tracked vehicles because it has a cargo bed on it. And the generator I'm bringing up is probably bigger than I should be lifting by myself. I'll see if I can find a partner in crime for that trip. And then, as I said, I need to snowshoe up the north face of the mountain. That's uh, about a 45-minute hour round trip to do some service on that microwave site. So all of this is uh, continuing to keep this old retired guy in pretty good shape. And if it sounds like I'm working a lot, yes, I'm still working a lot. Kind of like the Uber way. I never really intended to stop working. I just wanted to retire so I could start collecting benefits I've been paying in on all of my life. Although I am backing off on hours. As I said, once this all settles down, I will be working about half time and getting double the pay that I used to as far as the actual net income each month. So not a bad deal. And that that leaves me free time to snowshoe, ski, actually make repairs on the house in a timely fashion because that tends to get put off since I was working so many hours, especially at the main EMS station. I am done not as a medic, but I am done pulling 24 and 36-hour shifts. And as of two years ago, I was done pulling 48s. But uh, now, uh, especially with the fatigue I have had since the vaccinations and COVID, all things combined, it was just... Even before COVID, I was having a tough time getting through a 36-hour shift. So, um, getting hammered again. And ironically, I had... Treated hundreds of patients. Hundreds of patients never got sick. Uh, it was down to the last two old medics that hadn't come down with COVID. And then I was away from the station for a couple of weeks, and bam! Of course, it was about 20 out of 90 people in the harbor. I don't know what variant it was, because we've all been exposed. People were coming up for vacation left and right for the last two years, but something came up and hit us all pretty hard. At least. 20 of us and it continued on for a while Um, after that though it was Omicron which still was nothing to sneeze at for some people Omicron did put uh, people in the hospital up here thankfully that's all settling down so I've uh, been rambling quite a bit as I said I've got a lot of other updates to do but I'll give you a start As I said, it's the deeper way. I've retired, but I'm staying busy. I'm going to continue working as paramedic out of Copper Harbor, keeping that ambulance active. Um, It was a tough call. A lot of things going on there. I was pretty upset about how some things have been handled by the service. Uh, Not the least of which the way they have handled my employment and the employment of my coworkers in Copper Harbor. Supposedly that had been straightened out. Haven't had a raise in five years. That's the appreciation healthcare workers are getting, especially the EMS side. Supposedly that had been fixed, so I put in a lot of hours in January, and when my check showed up at the end of the month, it still had the same hourly rate on it that I was making back in 2017. I blew a gasket. I was not subtle about it again supposedly it's been fixed supposedly they're going to be sending me a check for the difference they really should be sending me a check for back pay for five years because pretty much everybody else in the station house has gotten regular raises they just kept screwing up and forgetting about me over the years that was something that weighed heavily into me deciding i was retiring from the main station i've done it for 14 years i'm done and uh, as much as I love what I do, the stress has been, especially the last two years. If I was not the only paramedic in the county, I would have retired from that as well. We'll uh, see how long I can keep going. It's not fun being the only uh, medic up here. I try to make as many calls as I can, but uh, even with the raise that I'm supposedly getting, I'm still making far more money installing internet and snowshoeing the website, or websites, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm snowshoeing to the website. No, snowshoeing to the microwave sites to do service. And you know what? It's a whole lot stressful. A whole lot less stressful is what I meant to say. If I take an extra 15 minutes to snowshoe up to a a microwave site because I want to stop and get a hot thermos of tea, no one's going to die over that. If I, uh, screw up and making a repair on the microwave site, the worst thing that's going to happen is somebody can't log into Facebook for a little bit. It'll all be good. But yes, um, I still love being a medic. I hope they take care of me and my coworkers properly. If not, well, then I guess maybe revisiting that situation again in the future. I'll keep you posted. Passing the Mariner North there are two snow groomers, dozens of snowmobiles in, uh, in the lot. Same for the whole town, I get a run back to the Uber Studios where the extra freezer is and drop off uh, some food I picked up in town and then I will be heading to the lake effect to make them big game ready for tomorrow hope you're all doing well we'll talk to you soon later